They said that boy John and transfer school on them four. <laughs> on Gizmaroni. Let's get right on into it. Young Clem, we in here. Let's get right on into it. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I said I see some ladies in here tonight. I might marry her. Yeah. Said my dog back in the streets as of yesterday. The two fairy, I do anything to leave it a night. What you said, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Come and pay my bond If you hear some niggas plotting on me You ring the alarm And every time you get to me It's gonna be the bomb And in these unlucky streets You gon' be my lucky charm. I said I'll see some ladies in here tonight I might marry Yeah Going off the Belvian throne It's too scary Yeah You can have whatever you like The two fairy I do anything to leave it at night What you said I do, I do, I do, I do, I do You know I do I said I do, I do, I do, I do we gonna get right into it. We finna get right into it. Let me play one more for niggas. Let me play one more for niggas because we finna get right on into it. Let's do Mercedes. Let's tie the knot. Let's grab us a pot. Let's make a baby. One more. I don't know who threw this bouquet to me, but I walked down this aisle faithfully. Cut that cake for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out all my niggas in DC. Chocolate City. Shout out all my niggas worldwide. What time for my motherfucking Aussies, nigga? Miss Lohan, you know the program. I do the double dip while she trip. We dancing the slow jams. Yeah, I think I'm gay now. I'm on FaceTime with that dash guy. Yeah, I throw the diamonds up with a double chalice. Now she inside my car. I'm breaking the defense. Yeah, take a good girl uptown. She ain't seen a fiend. Into this motherfucker. One time for that boy KID, man. 
Nigga, real life cold. I ain't even gonna sit here and lie to you. And his merch, so his merch low key be stupid hard too. I heard they wildin' for What's up, folk? It is your one and only favorite Wody Jacka Jack. Just another nigga with no bitches and an opinion, and I've been wildin' for respect. Do he run? He run? How the fuck you live if you blowin' blunts all damn day long? Hide in a motherfucker. <laughs> in and out of focus. Yeah, me. Yeah, me. Anyways, welcome. We are here. Let me get my favorite lie off. But today, but today it could be, it could be real talk though. It could be real talk. To, it could be real talk because I only got three. Only got three topics in the phone. It's Friday. I, I normally don't even record until Sunday, but I ain't even going to sit here and hold you, dog. I was like, man, I'm trying to. It's something I want to get to. It's something I want to get to. I, I ain't got, yeah, I ain't. So, yeah, young nigga finna get into it. But anyways, like I said, it's episode 154. Shout out to the motherfuckers around the world that be giving this shit some listeners. You know what I mean? First and last time, like that boy Joe say. <laughs> oh, damn, that shit ain't even, you feel me? I ain't even do like I needed to do. But anyways... The first thing I'm going to get into, that really ain't got shit to do with shit, but I will just say it's the reason why I opened up with Jeezy, and I will not spend any longer than two minutes on this. Damn. Atlanta rap star Jeezy files for divorce from TV host Jenny May. Where in the fuck are the motherfucking... Nah, we don't want to do that. I got some booze in this bitch. I don't think I got no booze in this motherfucker, but you know, maybe maybe it does deserve hand claps. Fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah, blow that bitch up. Claps for y'all for blowing the shit up. Uh, why did they get divorced? I don't know. If I want to play a Monday night quarterback, could I say I seen it coming? I'll say it for the cap sake. But then if you just look at the picture, what an old nigga like Jeezy. Real, what, what the fuck was he really doing marrying an Asian woman? She Asian. Since when? I ain't going to like, maybe she was the exception to the rule, but. What the fuck was she doing dating a nigga in the first place? Jeezy of all niggas. Like, don't get me wrong. It's Jeezy. It's Snowman. It's Big Trapper Die. I'm sure she, I'm sure my nigga Jeezy had hella, you know, just hella qualities that was admirable about him. But, hold on, let me turn this bitch down a little bit because I might be peeking a little bit. You know what I mean? But, he a nigga. She Asian. That she that's going against code. Where's she from? Let me look that up right quick. Where the fuck Jenny May from? 
let me see where 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 La Mama from. Cause she, cause if she ain't from the South, if she ain't from the South, she ain't from Atlanta, she ain't from Houston, some shit like that. Well, okay, all right, all right, all right. Says she was born in San Jose. San Jose, California. Can we get a real Wikipedia? Here we go, right here. But where did where did La Mama really where's she really from though? Like she was born in San Jose. Early life. She Vietnamese. Chinese. Okay, I guess she really all right, I guess she really from from San Jose. That ain't crazy far from the bay, but it's up there. And and I was gonna say, like I said, if she ain't from the South, if she's not from Houston, if she's not from Atlanta, maybe, maybe New York, some shit like that. If she not from them areas, what the fuck she doing fucking with a nigga? She just all out of pocket. She one thousand percent out of pocket. But she from the bay. And if and if I remember if I I don't remember because I, I wouldn't know to begin with. But long story short, even though Asians don't fuck with niggas, I I do think there is some kind of little relationship. You know what I'm saying? I think there's an appreciation. Yeah, I'll just say that. I think there's a mutual appreciation for one another in the Bay Area. I can't say that about SoCal. Can't say that about L.A. But in the Bay Area, I, I I think there is some type of just mutual appreciation between the two. And if that is true, which I don't know for certain whatsoever, but if that is true, then okay. I guess I can let her live on that. But yeah, come to find out, come to find out niggas is getting divorced. And who knows, man? Niggas had a chap and all kind of shit together, so... I guess we shall see. But anyways, on to the next thing. Now, guys, let me just tell you, this is nasty business. This is nasty business. It's just so funny to think about growing up. What what we used to consider fashion. The things that we would, the limps we would go, we would go to, to be in fashion. Everything comes in cycles. This and that shit. My dad was telling me that I didn't have enough. I didn't have like enough life experience growing up to to see it from his perspective. But now I do. At the age of thirty two. And baggy clothes are back. Um, he's right. Things just do what they do. But still, it was some shit going on in the late 90s and in the 2000s. The baggy era, for sure. Crazy. The pink... That was something new. Now, don't get me wrong. Niggas in the 70s, if you look back in the 70s, shit like that, them niggas was dressing flagrant, bro. I ain't even going to sit here and lie to you. You go look at them old Osley brother pictures, niggas was out here dressing flagrantly. No cap. But pink. 
Shout out Cam. He he really he really set the tone for niggas with that. I can remember. It, we might even been in New York when this happened. Me and my brother looking for clothes and shit like that. We in New York for the summer uh, church trip, trying to get us some school clothes and shit like that. We buy we finna we we looking for the pink. We trying to get us some pink jerseys, pink whatever the fuck, right? My pops was like, he just wasn't trying to be with it, though. He was like, man, what? I ain't buying y'all no shit with pink and this and that. Like, he won't with it, right? I remember my stepmom was like, just, she was like, Troy, relax. It's just a damn t-shirt. Like, chill. I mean, me and and bro, like, you niggas, kill a cam. Like, what you mean? Shout out all the ladies back in the day with jersey dresses. Yeah, I mean, shout out the 2 and 3X goddamn white tees. Shout out doubling up. Shout out double. Shout out the double up era, my nigga. Hold up. Let me just drop a fucking, you know what I mean? I'm fighting for you, Jack. <laughs> On my mom and them. Shout out the motherfucking double up era, nigga. Doubling up from head to toe, you bitch. Think about it. Think about it. We doubling up. White tee on top, red tee underneath. You might fucking do a vice versa. Jean shorts on, basketball shorts on underneath. And yes, we were wearing boxers or boxer briefs, whatever the case. It don't matter. It meant we had draws on. We was tripled up. We was tripled up in the midsection. Fuck is you niggas talking about? And then we're going to get down to the motherfucking slop socks. I can't speak for you other losers. But your boy? But your boy, mid-2000s? My nigga, I was doubled up. I was doubled the fuck up. I might have been doubled up with the same color, white on white. Just, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm just feeling like that today. I just felt like getting my shit off today. So I doubled up on a bitch, nigga. I doubled up on your hoe. So now she feeling me. Never mind if I doubled up with the black and pink. Never mind if I doubled up with the white and black. Ain't no telling how a nigga might have came through. Just know we had flavors in the double up era. But this. This right here. This right here was nasty work. And I remember the exact first time I ever did this. I didn't get them fake ankle socks. You did not have no more ankle socks. So you, you, I'm going to just turn my big socks into little socks. It was a lot of socks in that. You told us it was just a little bit of sock in that shoe. You lied. You turned them big socks into. I didn't get them fake Hold ankle on, socks. Hold on, one more time. You did not have no more ankle socks. So you. You, I'm going to just turn my big socks into little socks. No cap. No cap. There was a lot of socks in that. You told us it was just a little bit of sock in that shoe. You lied. You turned them big socks. <laughs> you turned them big socks. <laughs> you turned them big socks into little socks. Guys, let me just say, it was a real nasty wave. It was a real nasty wave growing up. 
trying to get ankle socks. I have to assume. I have to assume that ankle socks were made. I have to. I, matter of fact, I know they were made. What made them motherfuckers so rare, though? What was it about ankle socks that just never seemed to flow in abundance? Such a scarce item when they, when you needed them the most. Came from out of nowhere when you needed them the most. They just seemed like, it just seemed like you had one pair, two pairs at best. You had to turn them big socks into little socks. <laughs> I remember, I remember going to goddamn 7-5, one time for my Aunt Sandy. She was married to some old nigga. They was living out in Virginia Beach. We was going out there to go visit. She was freshly married, this and that shit. Blah, 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 we pulling up. Me, stepmom, me, my brother, my sister. The Tory and Chardonnay come too? Yes, 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 yes. Of course, of course, because that's who put me on the game. Yes, Tory and Chardonnay was there, or maybe Chardonnay. Tory might not have been there. Chardonnay, Chardonnay was definitely there, and my grandma was there. Rest in peace, my grandma. And I had on me some, some Air Max, some 95. I think they were the teens. And my older sister Sade, she really used to she really used to put me on 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 this shit. She really used to put me on this shit. She was she was a ghetto fashionista. Like Shorty was going she kept all the kicks. The style like she just knew how to put she just knew how to put together an outfit. And being that I was a little brother, it was easy for them to just, especially Charday, to just take me under her wing almost, almost to, especially back in that time, because I just feel like that's just where motherfuckers' heads was at and shit like that, right? But it's probably still like that too. I feel like every, I feel like every black woman, no matter the age, especially once they hit like a teenager, I feel like every black woman slightly fantasizes about simply having a fresh ass son, a son that they can just put to fucking together. And that's how my sister used to be doing me. Just always trying to show love. Always trying to like that's when I that's when I that's when I had the most confidence. Going to school, going to football games, if I put on an outfit, and Charde was just like, yeah, now nah, you fresh. Like you doing it. Nigga, what? I already knew. <laughs> I already knew. It was time for me to start getting in some hoes faces. <laughs> I'm on one right now. <laughs> you best believe it. Don't doubt it. Please, I beg of you. And we're getting dressed. I think we're about to go to the beach. We I don't know what the fuck we finna do. All I know is Charday goes, 
nah, you got to wear some ankle socks with it. That don't look right. I'm wearing goddamn mid-highs and shit with some jean shorts, whatever my little T-shirt was, and... Yeah, I mean, some low cuts, and she just like, nah, that just, that ain't it, bro. Like, and I'm like, I ain't got no ankle socks. She showed me how to turn my big socks into little socks. Now, I want to know, what was y'all's method? What was y'all's method? See, initially, I think I was taught to... Roll them down to fold them down. Yeah, you know I mean, oh, to give you a little, give you a little more cushion around the heel, down to about the ball of your feet, maybe a little bit further back into the arch. You know what I'm saying? Or you had the other method, and instead of rolling it down, you just pull the sock. All the way down till you got to a proper height, proper placement of just how you felt comfortable, how you felt like getting your swag off. Never forget that. That's key. Shit was always up in the air. How did you feel like getting your shit off that day? Maybe you wanted to show out the shoe a little bit, just a little bit. Or maybe you ain't want to show it just look like you ain't wasn't even wearing no socks. I, It was all up to you. And then once you got that sock at the right height, again, this ain't the fold down method. This is the pull the sock all the way down. And then you fold whatever's left underneath. You had to do it. Hold up, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't have did that. I know it's gonna come right back. I know it's gonna destroy everything I made. It's probably gonna get you for a cent to win. But this game I play ain't no way uh. to fix it. It's inevitable that I'm set where I will stop me. Then the game I would depart with One time for my nigga Chris We was in that Evo We was in that Evo I can remember driving that bitch a couple times And I didn't really like it Cause the engine was too quiet And I couldn't tell when I was coming out of the clutch I didn't know if I was stalled out Or if I still had my Or if the clutch was still engaged I didn't know shit was too quiet Anyways You can simultaneously fold the front of your your shit back. You know what I mean? And then just slide your foot in the shoe all in one motion. It was an art. And And it was definitely an art. It was definitely an art to the fold down method. The most efficient method was just the was the fold underneath. Yeah, you know I mean, but that just used to kind of feel weird because maybe you was doing it too fast, and now in the arch of your foot or some shit like that, your sock ain't flat out. It then kind of turned into a ball low key, so that's a little uncomfortable. But then when you do the roll down method, 
that one, even though it it is it does kind of feel the best, but there's it used to kind of be constant adjustments. Like after a while of walking and this and that shit, now in the fold and it started to come back out. Now your sock showing out the shoe. It's just looking a little crazy. Like it just, you know what I'm saying? It just used to be a little, ugh. It, it was nasty. It was nasty. So let's just, one more time. Shout out all, shout yo, just, just big fucking shouts, bro. Big shouts to everybody in 91. Big shouts to everybody from 92. Big shouts to everybody from 85 to 90, my nigga. Big shouts. Matter of fact, I'll even push it out. Big shouts to all my niggas in 93 as well. Big fucking shouts. Because y'all niggas was probably, you know what I mean, living it up to living nasty, living foul, just really trying to, you know what I mean? But big, big, big fucking shout out to all my niggas 85 to 90. Oh, my mama knew. For real. Oh, my mama. Yo, I'ma just turn my big socks into little socks. It was a lot of sock in this. You told us it was just a little bit of sock. So much sock. sock. You lied. You turned them big socks into... So hey. much sock. Get them fake ankle socks. I ain't forget. How could I? I'll never forget that shit. Man, God bless us all, my G. God bless us all. Now... Now let's get to the real meat and potatoes of this motherfucking podcast. I ain't even going to sit here and hold y'all, dog. I'm not even going to sit here and hold y'all. This, like I said, I'm recording today on a Friday. I normally record on Sunday. I had this topic on Wednesday. This topic alone had me hyped. I was ready to record then, but I was like, I ain't. Let me just see how else the week go. Let me see what else I can conjure up in the mind to add along. I need some sides with this mate with with this motherfucking entree with this with my main dish. I need some sides for this bitch. You know what I mean? It has been brought to our attention that apparently, allegedly. That there are owners in the NFL, Niggas Felice, National Football League, that are back at it again, talking a shit. Granted, I believe that the alleged statements are not of recent date. But relatively recent memory. Who do they involve? You could probably guess one. You could probably guess both. If you just knew all of the owners' names. Because if there's 32 teams in the league... We got to say a bare minimum of 30 of these niggas feel the same goddamn way, huh? But maybe not. Even if that is the case, 
That's not what I'm here for today. I'm not here to shit on the whites. I'm not here to shit on the whites whatsoever. I understand you. I feel you. Not that I feel you, but I feel you. I feel you because I understand. Today, I'm only here to ask questions. It has been said that the Buffalo Bills owner, and there's a lawsuit that claims this. That's apparently where all this stems from, a lawsuit. It has been said that a black man filed a lawsuit against the National Football League over allegations of racial discrimination and retaliation. The veteran reporter claims that his contract wasn't renewed with the media arm because he actively spoke out against the lack of diversity within the organization. I'm reading this from Revolt TV. One expert of said lawsuit shared on social media stated that Terry Pagula, I guess that's how you say it, P-E-G-U-L-A, Pagula, the owner of the Buffalo Bills made racist comments towards black players in regards to the 2020 Black Lives Matter movement. According to Trotter, a former NFL Network colleague recounted the billionaire mogul saying, If black play, oh, no, that's not, oh, oh, there we go. My fault, guys. If black players don't like it here, they should go back to Africa, see how bad it is. That was number one. Number two came from your one and only fucking... Jerry Jones. No cap. No cap. And it was said that he said in regards to the same thing that, you know, why weren't there more black people in the executive positions? He said if blacks feel some kind of way, they should buy their own team and hire who they want to hire. Now, that one, I'm really not too mad at that. I'm not even mad at what what the fuck the old boy said, but... I'm not too mad at what Jerry said. I think that's a I think that's a respectable response. Hey, he didn't really say he didn't say anything about the players. He didn't say, hey, look, all he was speaking to was looking out. Niggas, if y'all want to look out for niggas, then put yourself in a position to look out for niggas. Why I gotta look out for niggas? It's hella niggas that work for me. I'm looking out for them. I'm paying them. They doing what they got to do. I ain't cutting their whole asses. I'm trying not to short them. Maybe I am, but fuck it. Niggas ain't producing. Why I got to look out for every nigga in the world? 
just because I'm in, just because I'm white and I'm in a and I'm in a position of power. Ain't nobody think about y'all niggas. Ain't nobody think about y'all. If your black ass want to walk in here and see more black faces, put your black ass in a position to do so. But leave me the fuck out of it. Leave me the fuck out of it. God damn. Every time I turn around, y'all niggas always on my case about this and that. Y'all bringing up old pictures of me at a, because I'm, cause I'm out there in front of the school. Knowing how old I am. Knowing where we was in America. Y'all trying to bring up pictures because I'm standing out there like, nah, I don't want y'all niggas at my school. I wasn't even doing shit. I was just in the back. I was just there. Yeah, did I share the same sentiment? It's possible. You can't prove it, but it's possible. But so what? Leave me the fuck out of it. I'm dealing with enough niggas on the field. Jesus fucking Christ. Y'all niggas worrisome. Of course Jerry gonna say that. He old. He white. He really got money. How else is he supposed to respond, guys? What else is he supposed to say? He frustrated. He tired of having to always defend this shit. Or simply even just even just ignoring it is exhausting. Let me be, y'all. If I don't want more niggas around me in positions like, then I just don't want more niggas to do it. I think that was a very respectable and honest answer. We do not have to like it. We do not have to like it. And if you want to hate it, then yes, you can hate it. Because if you don't have to like it, then that means you are able to hate it. If that's just how you want to feel. All I'm simply saying is, I'm not mad at the boy Jerry Jones for simply saying, look, if blacks feel some kind of way about it, they should buy their own team and hire who they want to hire. Now, also, Jerry, Jerry, now you know good and goddamn well that the owners is a boys club. I, I don't know. But I think in order, I think in order to buy a football team, to own a football team in the NFL, all of the motherfucking owners have to have to vote on it. Hold up. Let me let me just check that out right to all right quick. Criteria to own NFL team. No ownership can uh, no ownership group can exceed twenty five people, including the lead investor. The group can't borrow more than one billion to buy the team, uh, and no private equity firms, public corporations, or sovereign wealth funds can own any share to date. Uh, any share to date, the NFL hasn't had trouble finding individual buyers to meet. That's what I'm saying. These niggas is out here buying that bitch uh, full out. Full out. 
let me see if there's anything about any voting or anything of that nature. Because if so, if that is if that is the case, then it's like, all right, even though I feel you, Jerry, and you and you and you had a right to say what you wanted to say, at the same goddamn time, um, you know good and goddamn well it ain't that easy. Even if the niggas had the money. Y'all ain't trying to fuck with it. Uh, let's see. Okay, so there's not really a secret handshake. Uh, for those of you looking to win, uh, it's not. Oh, it's not all. It's not all about the money, though. You have to know the secret handshake. Uh, okay, there's not probably. There are, however, a number of hoops that prospect owners has to jump through in order for the sale of a team to be approved by the league, as well as requirements, as well as requirements any NFL team owners must meet. Uh, let's see. Uh, and I'm sorry, guys, for trying to. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck about the rules? Who gives a fuck about the facts? I wasn't prepared to go down this route, so fuck it. Because this isn't even the crux. All I'm simply saying is, if that is the case, even though, once again, like I said, even though I feel my nigga Jerry is like, bro, come on. You know you know, it ain't that easy. If some blacks want it, nigga, is y'all, is y'all bitch niggas going to vote niggas in? Y'all going to really let niggas get a seat at the table? Or y'all going to keep niggas out? What's it going to be? So, and if that's the case, then niggas, shut your bitch ass up. Trying to be all condescending and talking niggas like that. But the real, and God damn it, guys, this is the real that I wanted to get to right here. Back to your boy, Tim Pagola. If the black players don't like it here, they should go back to Africa and see how bad it is. Again, guys, I am not here to shit on the whites. I am simply here to ask questions. Do white people really want that? Two thousand and twenty-three. Now that America is built up, now that America is everything that America is, is that a is that a sincere sentiment within the white community like don't get me wrong i've been hearing this my whole entire life you know white folk can't wait they love to say that shit well go back to africa okay like i don't think that we ever really cared to be over here in the first place y'all niggas just brought us over here and y'all kind of fucked around and turned this bitch into like a modern day roman empire on the low like Y'all niggas did this shit up. Like, damn, all right, for sure. Like, we had to go through some hell while we was over here, but all right, y'all really kind of, y'all really kind of turned this bitch up. So, uh, shit, all right, uh, fuck it. I guess we're here now. But how sincere is that, though, for white people? How sincere would they really love what they really like what they really appreciate black folk all black people all black people every black person whether they're fucking caribbean african or niggas that came straight out of america or came right up in america if we all just 
went back to wherever we came from or just went somewhere else, would white people truly appreciate that? Again, think about now. And I have to assume, and I have to assume that things would still go the way they are But when I just think about what shit is now, see, I'm only going from a reference point of now. I'm going from a reference point of what was started and to what it has evolved into now. So it makes me think about the National Football League. Because white people are such a majority in the league, or I mean, not even in the league, but in America, it would be hard for me to think that the NFL still wouldn't be incredibly exciting and incredibly uh, profitable and marketable because it's an all-white league. It'd be hard for me to think that the game, like what would change in the game if there was just white guys? Maybe it'd be a little... It might be a little slower, I guess. I, and that's just, I guess, you know? Um, but who the fuck knows? Now, granted, when you do look at the league and you see a number of niggas out here playing quarterback, and not quarterback, but cornerback, running back, most of your wide receivers and shit like that, you know, even though we have had a gang of, and not even just a gang, but very, 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 very amazing white, uh, white uh, wide receivers. Whether it was Ed McCaffrey, whether it was fucking uh, Wes Welker, whether it was fucking the little nigga Cup. Uh, what's the what's the nigga to play for the Vikings? He was dead nice. Like it's been, it's been some, it's been some white dudes that that's really been giving it up. Uh, it's, it's a bunch of white guys that are really nasty at tight end. You know what I'm saying? A uh, bunch of white guys that you you'll find on your offensive lines. Does a lot of white guys play on the D line? Not too sure. But anyways, that's all beside the that's all beside the point. How would the game be? It'd be cool. I can only assume that the game would still be cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, if black people never got into the NFL, the sport would be the sport. It makes me wonder, well, shit. I wonder what them, why they even let niggas into the, like, I mean, I get it for civil rights and shit like that, but it's almost like, hmm. What what were they really thinking when, when, when black folk, when black folk really not like not your first couple, but what was it like when black folk really, really started getting into this shit? Like, was it a switch in the game overnight? Could you see like a like a day and night difference? You know what I'm saying? What about basketball? I have to assume that the game of basketball would still be the same. Or maybe not. Because what is it that makes black players seem to be a little better in basketball? A little better in football? 
Granted, they'll tell you we too stupid to play quarterback, but we're evolving out of that stereotype. Is it because we just simply dedicate ourselves to it more? Whites have more opportunities, so they're like, yeah, we fuck with sports, but these niggas, the niggas be hungry about this shit. Like, we just fuck with it. We just like it. The niggas be hungry about this shit. How would that be? How would the salaries be? Think about the one sport in America that's hitting that is damn near all, that is pretty much an all-white sport. Even though, not really, but predominantly, at least coming out of America, for sure. Baseball. Niggas ain't got no cap salary. So, they making so much money that they can play them. They they can pay them. They ain't got, like I said, they ain't got no salary cap. So, I guess, I guess things would all be the thing. Every As far as sports go, let the niggas go. We ain't missing shit. We just got, we'll just be able to mark. We just got better marketing now. We can open up these salary caps, really pay these motherfuckers with it, what we want to pay them, what we think they worth, shit like that. But now let's think about the other factors. Do white people really want us to go? Who knows? It's up in the air. And, and I'll be honest with you. I could, I could, I sincerely believe that in the white community, it is a coin flip to either direction. I sincerely think, I sincerely think that white people would love for niggas to just leave America. I also sincerely think white folk don't want black folk to leave America because we're black folk. And the dynamic between our relationship is almost worth always having. It's almost worth always having. But say we did leave. Who do white people shit on? Who does white people have to turn their nose up to to latch on to stereotypes, latch on to fears, the shit that keep them motherfuckers alive, get their juices flowing. That's the shit that make them feel alive. Y'all know what it's like to be frightened when you do some shit on the road, wasn't paying attention. About to get over somebody in your blind spot, then you notice them last minute, like, oh shit. Your heart start beating a little bit, like it's a scary feeling, and it sucks because it's a scary feeling, but at the same time, you love the feeling. Because in that feeling, you feel how you you feel how aware you you gotta be and how aware you are. It's like, oh shit, like nigga, I'm alive, nigga. Like we whew. Like, whew, like, pay attention. We really out here in the real world. Like, shit can happen in an instant. 
yeah, white people don't like, white women don't like that when they feel like they got to clutch their pearls and hold their purse, which I don't know where the fuck they got that shit from. Like, I just really don't know black folk that just really be on white people like that. I mean, yeah, of course it happens. Duh, it happens to everybody. Everybody happens to everybody. But for how they really be doing it, I just, I've never known, I've just never known black folk that just be like really out here just targeting white people. I just never known it. I've never known it. But they got the fear. So anytime that happened, it's like, yeah, this is uncomfortable. But at the same time, it's like, bitch, I'm alive. If niggas leave, who they pass that on to? Who gets that? And that's where I really get to the to the question. Well, do white folk want us to leave? Maybe the better question is, do Asians want us to leave? Hmm. Do Middle Easterns want us to leave? Hmm. Do Mexicans want us to leave? I'm sure all of them, the Jews, everybody, I'm sure they all think, not even think, I'm sure they all believe it, that if niggas left America, everyone would live in a harmonious bliss. Shit would be fucking perfect. And if so, if that was the case, then that would really just go to say how much black folk and white folk do not fuck with each other. <laughs> that would speak volumes. How funny would that be? All of a sudden, America just flips back right up. Damn. Y'all mean to tell me this whole fucking time we knew it? We knew it. We knew y'all niggas was the problem. Even if y'all want the problem, y'all the problem because y'all here with white folk and y'all just always beefing. Y'all know what it's like. Y'all know what it's like when you, you go to a party, you go somewhere, this and that shit, homies beefing, like, it's like, damn, like, yeah, everything cool, but at the same time, like, we know y'all niggas got issues. So everybody really kind of you know what I'm saying? We can't really have as much fun as we want to because we just know there's underlines with y'all that y'all ain't figured out yet. So it's really y'all's y'all's energy is really just kind of bleeding out to the rest of us. You know what I'm saying? Shit just kind of suck. But when one of them leave, it's like, all right, one of them left. So... Now we can get it popping because we all we all good. We good with both of you. But when one of you leave, now everybody in the shit good. And don't let and don't let the one that left be the nigga. We still love him. But we don't love him like we love this nigga. This nigga, this really our nigga. 
He really top dog. This a nigga that get all the bitches. This a nigga that got all the money. This and that. Like, this a nigga that really know how to make a party. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we love you, fam, but if you got to go, shit. All right, go. We ain't going to hold you back. So maybe that's how everybody feel. But would that really be the case? Would that really be the case? It makes me wonder. Like, think about it. Niggas leave America, all the Asians that own Chinese restaurants, all the Asians that own beauty supply store shops, this and that shit, where they at? They in the hood. They in the black neighborhoods. They are in the black community. If niggas ain't here, well, where do y'all put them shops? Of course you can put it uh, amongst yourselves because y'all definitely keep y'all's money in-house. That's one thing that the Asians do really fucking well. Y'all, they keep that money in-house. But, again, for the ones that are in the black community, that's doing business in the black community, Well, why didn't you start with the Asians? Maybe you couldn't get this and that or with your with your own community. Maybe you couldn't get this and that. Maybe whatever the case. We're just going to put you over here with the niggas. All right? The niggas leave. And you still can't get in with your folk. Do you go to the Mexicans? But... Are Mexicans selling hair weaves? And, like, are Mexicans buying hair weaves and all that shit? I don't think so. I mean, they are, but I don't think so. You damn sure can't. You're not. They not finna let you with the whites, are they? Do the Asians really want niggas to leave? Like, don't get me wrong. They can't stand us, but that would be something to think about. That'd be something to think about. The Indians, the Middle Easterns. Them niggas is smart. They out here trying to be doctors. I think per capita, they probably make the most money of all just on average. They probably make the most money of all groups in America, this and that shit. But it's 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 September 15th right now. We just passed 9-11. Every year they tell us never forget. You think white folk gonna forget that shit? You seen what happened. When them niggas in Saudi Arabia came through fucking with the PGA to make the live tour and motherfuckers was on there saying how players that went to the live tour for all this and that money should feel bad and feel wrong fucking around with that oil money for the things that they've done to us. In America, maybe the 
other countries over there just making them out to be bad guys because some rich motherfuckers from Saudi Arabia that we don't know to have anything to do with any goddamn thing, but just for the simple fact that they was from Saudi Arabia, now all of a sudden we we put not we put nine eleven and shit like that at uh, today's feet. Whatever mishaps, whatever preconceived notions we got about them in America, they tried to put on they tried to put that guilt on the players just for the simple fact. Guys, we live in America. In 2023, goddamn it, maybe just 10 years ago, we started we might have just started accepting that every Asian isn't Chinese. We might have just became aware of that shit 10 years ago in America. Think about that. We might have just became aware of that shit. That every Asian wasn't Chinese. Motherfucker might be Japanese. Motherfucker might have been Korean. Because think about it. Much of America is not New York. Much of America is not Los Angeles. Much of America is black and white. Either you is or you ain't. I know the Indians be out here getting money and they look and they and they look good for society and they be doing their part, but if niggas is gone. If niggas is gone, somebody gonna have to step up. Somebody gonna have to take this. Gonna have to take this charge. Now let me ask you this: Do the Mexicans really want us to be gone? I know in California, that's when I first realized. Like I, I was again, I was. In complete shock. I couldn't believe it. Damn. Black folk and Mexicans don't get along? That's crazy. Who would have thought? Ain't no love. Ain't no love between the two. Why? I couldn't tell you. Maybe niggas was fucking off back in the day. This and that shit. Ain't no, ain't no fucking, ain't no telling. But it ain't no love there. One of the reasons, remember when I first met my boy Randy that I worked with out here in Houston back when I was 19, me and him was talking this and that. He said, nigga. And it and it and it, it was kind of jarring at first because I ain't never heard nobody just say nigga in front of me like that. It wasn't black. You know what I'm saying? But. When I really started processing it, I thought to myself, hmm. And I think I think I think a lot of black folk process it this way. Maybe not. My process was, hmm. Well, I guess I ain't mad at him saying nigga at a Mexican saying nigga. Cause white folk look at them the same way they look at us. 
they look at them like niggas too. Put everything on them, illegal aliens, legal immigrants that come through, taking up all the jobs, this and that. First thing they want to tell them, just like they tell niggas, if you don't like it here, go back to Africa. What the, what's the first thing they love to tell uh, Mexican niggas? Speak English. Learn some fucking English. Don't be speaking that Spanish shit. Things of that nature. So the sentiment is the sentiment is pretty much there. It's there. So I'm like, you know what? I ain't tripping off these niggas. Like, they ain't niggas, but shit, they niggas too. In the white folks' eyes. Now, granted, if I knew that Mexicans looked at niggas from white folks' eyes, it might have been a different conversation. It might have been a different conversation. Uh, But would they really want that? Would it truly benefit the Mexican community for black folk to just go back to Africa? They have to understand. Like, yeah, they they going they got numbers. They going to be the majority in America here soon. Very soon. They will be the majority race. But that ain't going to mean shit. I don't think it's going to mean shit. Them white folks ain't trying to play ball, nigga. They ain't going to play ball. They're not going to play ball. And I don't know. I don't know if the numbers is going to. But maybe they do. Maybe white folks really do fuck with Mexicans. I would assume that Mexicans is going to be the lowest on the list. They're going to be at the bottom of the, to- at the totem pole. Do them niggas really want that? Do they really, really want that? Those are the questions that I be wondering. When a white person say, black folk, if y'all don't like it, take your ass back to Africa. One, do you really mean that? Do you really mean that? Who you going to put in the prison system? Is it just going to be Mexicans? Because they there. They there. So that's like, who replacing us? Who replaced the black folk for, with all the shit y'all don't like? Who, again, I just find it hard to believe. I find it hard to believe in this world with white superiority. I find it hard to believe that y'all's only focus is on black folk. We might be your favorite focus, your main focus. I find it hard to believe we are the singular focus. Like I said, my whole entire life, I was always confused seeing on TV and this and that shit. A wild white folk always seemed to be saying things about Jews. Because anytime I ever seen Jews and shit like that on TV... They look like a white person. So if they can do that for some motherfuckers that look just like them, Asians, trust me, I get it. Who's more excited to date white, black man or an Asian woman? That'd be a neck and neck race that I'd love to see. I'd pay big money to see that race. As much as y'all love them niggas, I don't, 
I don't think y'all crazy enough to think that they really fuck with you that heavy. I don't think. But maybe Middle Easterns, y'all niggas, I don't know what's up with y'all and why y'all hate niggas. Y'all just, y'all just dick riding. <laughs> y'all niggas just dick riding and just jumping on the bandwagon. All right, oh yeah, we're, oh, we don't fuck with niggas. All right, for sure. Like we own it, for sure. Boy, I like I said, I just pointed out 9 11. I just pointed out 9 11. Y'all out y'all's goddamn mind if y'all don't think that y'all motherfuckers might not be up on the chopping block. Y'all out y'all's damn mind. So it ain't it, it ain't no fucking way y'all really want us to go back. Mexicans, once again, y'all already know what's up to. They trying to build a wall to keep y'all niggas out. <laughs> niggas is running, niggas is doing that all for goddamn for for presidential campaigns. We trying to build a wall to keep them niggas out. That's the kind of lengths that they going to. We got to control these borders. They ain't built one in Canada. Guess the Canada. I guess maybe the Canadians just ain't coming over here, but they know y'all coming over here. And they don't want it to happen. Trust me. They don't want it to happen. If they thought y'all niggas was really coming over here, bringing immense value and all this and that shit, they wouldn't give a fuck. They would have been done something to say, you know what, fuck it, let them go. And maybe they are, because they are low-key doing that, putting motherfuckers on buses, shipping them here and there, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, long story short, guys, before I move on, it really just makes me wonder, when white people tell black people to go back to Africa, what is everyone else really thinking? Are they really thinking that once black people leave, America as a, as, as a whole, America for my specific community, will just fare so much better? Or are they maybe thinking, uh-uh, maybe we don't want that because if the niggas leave, well, who going to be the new niggas? Like I said, White people look at Mexicans like niggas. White people actually call Middle Easterns and Indians and this and that saying niggas. They actually call them. They actually put nigga in they shit. Everybody else is whatever else. They the only other ones that actually, that white folks actually put nigga in. Like they call them saying niggas. First time I heard that shit, I thought I'd die laughing. I'm like, man, these white niggas is creative when they get when they getting their hate off. <laughs> these niggas is funny as hell. Saying nigga. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh yeah. And the Asians, I'm gonna be honest. Y'all motherfuckers out here putting numbers on the board and doing all this and that shit, but the truth of the matter is. I don't think white niggas really fuck with y'all like that. I'm going to keep it on it. I'm going to keep it on it. 
I think white niggas might fuck with black folk more than they fuck with Asians. I ain't even going to cap. I am not even going to cap. White people might fuck with black folk more than they even fuck with Asians. They don't really give a fuck about y'all niggas. I'm going to keep it on it. I'm going to keep it a fucking on it. I'm just going to keep it a thousand. They, they, they not fucking with y'all like that. That's just the truth of the matter. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I just think I just think when when white people when white people tell us to go back, they uh we should we should people should look at that and think deeper than the surface statement. Think about the domino effect that could happen in America. And again, I'm not I'm not going to say that it might that the domino effect might not be the greatest thing to ever happen to the country. Cause maybe it is. I don't know. But if the domino effect swings, if that shit swings the other way, somebody got, somebody got to know. Somebody has to know y'all's asses are next in line. Point blank fucking period. And before I get out of here, I'm going to get to one more thing. I was watching a video the other day, again, about getting whoopings. I said growing up in the 90s and early 2000s, motherfuckers was getting their ass toe up. Shit was hilarious. Shit was too funny. If I had it on my Instagram, I'd fucking find it. Do I have it? Did anybody... Anybody reply to that? I think my cousin Chris replied to it. There he goes, right here. Ah oh, hell, I can't even. I can't even hit the shit. I can't even do the goddamn thing. Do I still got it on my profile? Here you go, right here. Hey, go in your room and don't come out. And I definitely had some whoopings like that for surely. For surely. Talking too much in school. Goddamn Tuesday folders getting unsatisfactory and stupid, goofy ass shit like that. White women had way too much power in my household. To the point. To the point. And I and I believe I talked about this before, but watching this video. And just thinking about the amount of white, um, uh, the amount of whoopings I had growing up, that was that that was due to due to white women, just whatever. Not to say that I won't fucking up, but still, due to white bitches. It makes me think about this and. Of all the things that I have no issues forgiving and or and or forgetting that might have been an error in my parents' ways. This is just one of them that I just in hindsight, I just can't I just of course I can forgive it, but I'll never forget it. And I'll always just think, are you what guys, what were y'all thinking? You guys are crazy about this. I still can't believe my parents growing up 
Let some white women in America in regards to my little black ass in Southwest Virginia of all fucking places. My parents let a white woman talk them into putting me on goddamn drugs. Put a little nigga on Ridley. That shit still fucking blows my mind to this day. I ain't even gonna sit here and lie to you, dog. Like, what the fuck was I doing? What was I doing in third grade that was just so out of this world that they felt like drugs was the only solution for an eight, nine-year-old? Running too much in the halls, the hallway wide open, I feel like getting, I feel like doing me a speed burst. I'm gone. Okay, what do you do? Whatever the bitch is teaching, I don't feel like paying attention to it. I'm bored. I don't feel like sitting down. Of course I was sitting down. Or maybe I got up. Maybe I actually even went over to my friend and said some goofy shit. Who knows? Maybe. I couldn't tell you, but maybe that's a possibility. Maybe I was being a little disruptive. It is all up for possibility. But you know what I wasn't doing? I wasn't being violent. Wasn't cursing people out. One 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 of these little one of these little young ass hood kids, little hood babies out here, first, second, third grade, calling teachers all kind of bitches and fuck you and just going, just just doing the most. Wasn't doing none of that. Got too many whoopings for that. Too many. One doing under that. I just cannot fucking believe that my parents, in regards to my black ass, yo, child, you already know how I am. You know how I am. Pops, you've been calling me motor mouth since I was three years old. Four years old. You know I talk a lot. You know I'm always chatting up some shit. I play sports. I've been running around, getting on trees, riding bikes, getting into shit my whole life. You know I got energy. You see it at home. You see it. Now all of a sudden, just because it's in a school setting, y'all gonna let a white woman that teaches at a fucking elementary level, y'all gonna let her persuade y'all that I should have been on drugs? They put me on drugs. My pop said, yeah. You was on the shit, but we ain't like it. We ain't like what it was doing to me. I couldn't tell what I, to this day, looking back on it, I couldn't tell what it was doing to me. I'd, I always felt like I 
like I didn't really have any effect, for real, for real. But if you let them tell it, I did seem to be just a little off. A little more disengaged, a little more just zoned out, low-key. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe just focused in like a motherfucker. I don't know. I don't know. Low, what You, you got to let them tell it. Whatever they seen, they just didn't really like it. They just didn't really like it, and they was like, yeah, we not dealing with that. We, we not doing that. But again, my niggas know this about me. I, I am your son. I am your child. I just can't believe they let a woman that teaches at an elementary school level. I'm a grown-ass adult now. I know, even though I ain't no teacher, I know teachers ain't nothing but a regular motherfucking person. Them niggas ain't special. Ain't nothing special about them. They go out and get drunk on the weekends. They go home and smoke weed. They white. They go home on the weekends. Their husbands let, let young black men put dick in them. That's what some of these teachers be doing. Some of them teachers be fucking all little motherfuckers. These niggas ain't special. At an elementary school level, what fucking, what criteria does she have for a goddamn psych evaluation? Y'all really let a bitch talk y'all into putting me on drugs. Guys, thinking about that shit, it makes me think about, see, my parents, they want fools. They just, I don't know what the fuck it was. And a lot of it might might have had something to do. Maybe I was tripping. I couldn't tell you. Maybe I was. Next time I see my pops, I'm going to really have to ask, bro. Maybe I was tripping. But still, it couldn't have been that much. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, I almost forgot my train of thought. What I was getting to was my folks ain't no fools. My folks was really in my life. They really was paying attention, shit like that, especially my stepmom. My dad was always working and shit, but my stepmom, she was there. It just made me think like, damn, look how quick it is. Especially we give, we give this, we give school systems, we put this shit, we put this shit way too high on a fucking pedestal. Just because a motherfucker working in the school system, we think... We think they know something. We think them motherfuckers are somebody. The fuck? So think about, it just makes me think about how easy it can be to get a mother to, to get a motherfucker's parents to just side with, with the school system, to just side with strangers. Like, yeah, you might be spending a lot of time with my kid, but that don't necessarily mean you really know my kid better than me. But maybe so. Maybe that is why we give them the 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 power we give them. Because it's like, well, you are spending eight hours a day with the little motherfucker. 
you do really get to see how he interact and shit like that with people. So maybe you do know something. So, yeah, if you say that the motherfucker got this issue or this issue or that issue, you know what? I guess I will take your word for it. Face value. I guess you do got it for sure. The fuck out of here, my nigga. With a black child, a white teacher, a white woman. Man, you better take that shit with a goddamn grain of salt. You know them niggas ain't got no patience for no niggas. They clutch their fucking pearls. I was in fifth grade. Fucking Miss Lovelace or Miss Heartless. Whatever the fuck her name was. Old, head, old white bitch, redhead. And she was kind of old. I'll never forget she looked at me and said, I don't like you because you too cocky. I'm in fifth grade. Who gives a fuck if I was cocky or if I was arrogant? I'm a fucking kid. Whatever I'm doing, I'm just doing. Yeah, I might have been being a dick. I might have been being an asshole. Really, all I was doing was just singing like Michael Jackson or some goofy shit like that. Ain't no telling what I was doing. But it's like, bitch... That's what you let come out your mouth to an elementary school te- to an elementary school to- student to a fifth grader. Yo old ass probably was in her 50s at least at that time. That's what you that's what you let come out your mouth because of whatever. Bitch, I don't know myself no better than you do. And you going to look me in the face and tell me you don't like me cuz I'm too cocky. Shut your white ass up. You fucking bitch. Can't believe my parents let them niggas put me on drugs. That shit still blows my mind. I ain't even going to sit here and lie to you. This is episode 154. I'll probably talk about this shit again in the, in the 200s. No cap. White bitches had too much power in my house. Too much power in my household. But all right, guys. I said this was going to be a short episode, and it has damn near been 90 minutes. So we finna get out of here, and I got to give y'all the song of the week. The album just dropped last night. First time hearing the song was this morning at the gym. I done probably played the bitch six, seven times already. Shout out to a motherfucking mastermind. Shout out to one of the best ears to ever be in music. Period. Definitely goaded in hip hop and R&B. God damn, y'all. This is the song of the week. No cap. I appreciate y'all for listening, for rocking with your boy. Episode 154. I couldn't wait, I'm on the way, I'm on the road Way too long since we've been away, I gotta know Do you still think about me when you're all alone? Do you still think about me when you're in your zone? I just been thinking about taking off all in your lingerie I just been thinking about stretching you out, taking time on you, baby I know I make you emotional, tell me you love me you know when I get emotions, sometimes it get hard for you to breathe 
I know what you need, kissing in between knees, keep shaking. You know what it is, you know where it's at when you need me, man. It's been so long, you've been away from me. I came all this way, so baby, stay with me. Couldn't wait, I'm on the way, I'm on the road Sometimes it's silence that speaks to the soul Do you still think about me when you're all alone? Do you still think about me when you're in your zone? It's been so long since you've been away Why you ain't pulling up no more? Fucking me no more Burning down on the stores Happiness comes. I spend it all for you. That was Diddy off his newest album, The Love Album, Off The Grid. Again, it just dropped last night. It's 23 tracks. I gave it a whole listen today at the gym. I really fucked with it. Uh, So far, my two favorite songs, number one, Stay, featuring uh, Diddy, Kalen For Real For Real, and Casey uh, from Casey and JoJo. And then my second favorite song would definitely be Moments featuring Justin Bieber. That nigga Justin killed that shit. Nigga went absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you a little taste of it right quick. I've been patient, patiently waiting. I've been faking for a long time. Now I want you. I want you. Oh, 
This shit a groove, my nigga. going crazy but anyways all right guys it has been it has been a good one it has been a good one damn i did 30 minutes i did 90 minutes on damn near three topics for real for real i probably i probably could have shortened down that 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 nfl topic a little bit but whatever we in this bitch I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. We're both from Virginia. Niggas is wild.